right, so this is DJ Katanova here doing another overseas over the phone interview. This time I had the pleasure of speaking to Fern. How's it going, sir? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm well. And where are you calling from? I'm calling from my apartment in (laughs) London, in rainy England right now. Nice. So how many people make up the band Fern? I, I kind of produce the music on my own. And then I have two very close friends who play in the band with me. It's a very sort of small little group of people. So what's your real name? My real name is Fernando. So I'm half I'm half Spanish, but please don't ask me to like speak any Spanish because I don't know <laughs> any. <laughs> um, Fern was just like a kind of an easy option. A lot of people know me as that name, so I kind of just went with it. Oh, so that's where it stems from. Got mm-hmm. it. What yeah. made you go with the, against the capitalization of the F? Because I know it's just all lowercase instead of capital F. That's funny you picked up on that. I actually don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> uh, maybe I made a mistake when I when I entered it onto Spotify or something. But there wasn't a conscious choice when I when I was thinking about the name. Maybe I like the way it looks better than if it had a capital letter. Yeah, no, I think I think it goes. And now, I mean, it's already mm-hmm. on Spotify, so you got to kind of stick with it now. Yeah, we can't change that now. <laughs> so, and, it's stuck with it. And what part of the UK are you originally from? I was born in Tottenham, which is like North London. Um, and then I've kind of I've moved around a lot. I lived in Brighton when I was studying. And now I've just recently moved back to London. Nice. In the middle of the pandemic, which is kind of weird. But How far is uh, Brighton from London? From Brighton to London is probably like an hour on the train. Obviously, the UK is minuscule compared to the States. Oh, that's not too bad at all. So before you decided on Fern, were there any other names you had in the, in the pot? So I've recently, I've been playing with the idea of maybe changing the name. So like changing the Fern name now. But I still haven't come to like a solid... I feel like when I know the name, when I like think it up, I will definitely just stick with it. But nothing has like come to my mind. So. All right. If you have any, if you had any suggestions, then <laughs> let me know. <laughs> the one suggestion I'll give you is to make sure that you capitalize it this time. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. What instruments do you play? I play mainly mainly play guitar. That's why I started playing when I was like eleven, and then uh, I started playing piano shortly after that, and then kind of as I got into producing, I was like, damn, I need to be able to play these instruments because I want to make like full songs. So then I, I started to pick up bass and drums as well. Nice. Yeah, I've been trying to learn violin, but I suck so bad. Like I can't play it. <laughs> oh, you play what? At least four instruments more than I do because I can't play any. So you got that. <laughs> oh man, it's just practice. I know. I, I practice yeah. drums, but it's like, Jesus, I mm-hmm. need to like actually like be playing it a lot, a lot, a lot. But no, drums, drums are fun. I love playing drums, but I don't have, like, I have really angry neighbors, so I can't yeah, that would do be that. One. So when you were growing up, did your parents put you in, like, uh, give you lessons? Or, like, how did you come to start playing instruments? So when I started secondary school, which is, like, 11, which is, I don't know what that is in America. Is that high school? No, it's, like, middle school. Middle school, yeah. So I had a few lessons on guitar because I, I had Guitar Hero before that. I was like, this is so cool. I want to learn. <laughs> I want to learn the real thing. So I had some had some guitar lessons, um, but the teacher kind of uh, 
he wasn't teaching the music that I wanted to learn. So I stopped that and then pretty much taught myself just using YouTube videos and like books and, and things like that. So do you write, sing and produce all of your music or you have like outside input as well? It's just myself, essentially. I have a collaborator who I've worked with musically for a long time, but I'll just show him ideas and he'll be like, yeah, that's great. Or no, that's really fucking bad. Like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> But apart from that, it's, it's just me in my bedroom, essentially, yeah. Oh, so essentially, uh, would you classify your music as bedroom pop? I guess it could be, yeah. But I don't know, there's so many different like styles and artists that fall under that bracket, I guess. So it's, like, it's a very broad term. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I know people have said that before. I think I recently, something, so a song got put in the bedroom pop playlist, so that kind of confirms it for you. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. Um, I was going to say, um, who are your greatest influence? Like, do does your parents have any influence on the type of music that you make or listen to? My parents would listen to a lot of, 60s psychedelic music a lot of um like garage rock and stuff like, like bands like uh the 13th floor elevators um frank zappa all of these like weird guys and girls that were making very sort of experimental music at the time um so i guess i don't know if you can hear the sort of psychedelic influence in in my stuff but that that would be a big influence for me and then in like in terms of my listening at the moment or for the past few years, I'd say um, I listen to a lot of Ariel Pink, if you know. If I you know love him. Ariel Pink. Yeah, man, he, he's, a, he's great. I think he, his um, sort of, his way of writing interesting pop music is really cool. And then I'd probably say the other person I'd draw inspiration from is probably frank ocean oh, quite, quite a bit maybe not so much his music like i wouldn't compare my sound to his but just the way he thinks and the way he approaches writing is very very inspirational for me you're about to release your debut ep can you give us a title and about how many tracks can we expect um yeah i can i have a working title which is bones but that's subject to change because i'm very very indecisive person so <laughs> right now i'm pretty happy with the title and i think you can expect maybe six songs but at the moment five songs and is quicksand going to be one of the songs that's on uh, ep that's the first single <clears throat> and wasting time as well and then there's potentially four three to four yeah new songs that will be on it as well I, and I just recently got introduced to your music uh, randomly on Spotify, and I'm very impressed. Like, the first song I heard was uh, Are You There? And I was like, oh, yeah, thank this guy? you. And I started, like, listening. <laughs> so I don't usually go to Spotify recommendations because I like to find music on my own. But I was like, oh, let me give it a listen. And I was like, oh, this song is like, it, it grabbed my attention very quickly. And I was like, oh, I got to look mm. into this guy's tracks. And I started listening to everything. And I was like, you know what? Let me reach out to this guy and see what he's about. Damn, yeah, thank you. I find it weird how people discover things through Spotify. It's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm really glad you like the music as well. Thank you.
what do you hope to accomplish as Fern? Like, what is something you foresee in your future? At the moment, I'm just having a lot of fun. There's a bunch of people I want to work with long term. But I guess my goal from the start has always been to, like, write albums. Like, actually write something with a, a real concept and, like, have a body of work that tells a really good story. That's my big goal. And if someone that's not familiar with your music were to ask you what kind of genre do you make, what would your response be? And or what artists would you associate your sound with the most? Genre-wise, I would let someone else decide that because I, I tend to flick between different ones. I like to experiment with different genres and sort of put them into, into one song, but it, in my own style. And did you say who who would I compare my sound to yeah, in like, terms of other artists? Yeah, like if somebody was like, all right, your music sounds similar to who would be the first artist that pops mm. in your head? I've had someone say Twin Peaks before, and then I had someone say Tame Impala. I had someone say Donna Summer once, Donna which Summer. was a real shocker. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, that was like a real shocker. I mean, I was, I was impressed. I took it as a compliment. So. <laughs> um, Twin Peaks, I could definitely see. Twin Peaks with a, a, with some sound of Tame Impala, like you said, the psychedelic kind yeah. of rocking that. Mm-hmm. I could definitely mm-hmm. see that. Maybe some Ariel Pink as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his songs are um, so across the spectrum, so very much so. Yeah. I could definitely see that. So off the top of my head, I'm trying to think what's the name of the other song. They sound kind of similar, 4 a.m. Breakfast Club and 5 a.m. at the Moxie. They come as a pair. They're like a little story, those two. So what's the story behind it? You got to let us know. 4AM was recorded in my last apartment. And I was like dying of flu. I had like the worst flu in the world. And I just wanted to write something kind of soothing. And 5AM at the Moxie was a song I wrote in New York about spending, it was about spending a night in a hotel called the Moxie. It was about a pretty, yeah, pretty eventful night at the Moxie that I had that I probably can't delve too much into. <laughs> Around that time, I was thinking of doing an EP um, of that that kind of stuff that I was putting out, and then I just I thought they worked as, as two songs together. So then I I left it as it is. Your song Quicksand, you sing about running out of time and someone not believing in your dreams that will come true. Yeah. Were there truth to this song, or were you speaking about someone in particular? Yeah, there's there's truth to that. I wasn't speaking about anyone specific, but I guess it was just a it was a combination of feelings over time that I'd received. Or when you get to like um, a certain point in your life, and people are like kind of expecting you to maybe have a stable job or do something that they they think is worth your time mm-hmm. rather than making songs and i wanted to i wanted to sort of encapsulate that i thought maybe it was like you singing to your mom like your mom was like you're making too much noise in the room. <laughs> you're like no mom this is what i want to do <laughs> <clears throat> no my mom my mom's my mom's so good she's very supportive <laughs> shout out my mom that's good to know yeah who are the no. top, top three artists you're listening to right now as mentioned Ariel Pink, Frank Ocean a lot. And there's a guy in the UK. I'm not sure if he lives in the UK or if he lives in the States, but um, Vegan, he's like a 
electronic producer who makes some really good stuff. He's got an album out called Only Diamonds Cut Diamonds, which is real good if you want to check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm always about recommendations, so I would definitely check it out. If you yeah, do... I feel like you'd really like that. All right, what's his name again? Vegan. It's spelled V-E-G-Y-N. I think, actually, I think I did hear about him. I think the other day when I found yeah. her music, I was doing like a whole deep dive of Spotify artists, oh, and that... he was one of the people yeah. that I came across. Yeah, he's he's real good. He's, um, I wouldn't say he's an influence, but definitely someone I listen to a lot. So with COVID putting everything on hold and artists not being able to perform at shows, if you had the opportunity to do so right now, if you could go anywhere in the world, what city would you want to go and perform in? I'd love to go back to New York because I didn't get a chance to fully explore it last time. I was there for a week, but it's obviously massive. So I'd love to go back and play. Uh, there's a venue... Is it Baby's Alright? It's like a nice oh, yeah. I actually kind of medium-sized venue. I was there in uh, December. I don't know if you are familiar with uh, Kel Rocks, but I seen her perform at Baby's Alright right. this past December. It was dope. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love that. I love that venue. I went to a show there last year. But we played we played a show in Brooklyn, and then I went to see, to see uh, my friend Temporex perform at Baby's Alright. That was really good. Oh, Temporex. I know Temporex. Yeah, yeah, he he was he was performing there um, last year. Just by chance, I was out there as well, and I managed to catch him, which was really good. So, when you drop your new EP, is it going to be available only on streaming platforms, or are you thinking of putting it out on like CD, cassette, and vinyl? I would love to do a physical release. I think, yeah, I'm still sort of playing with the idea of doing a tape or and a vinyl. I'm not, I I'm not sure if. Um, I know people still buy CDs, but I think the idea of a vinyl would be really nice. I've always wanted to like own a, a vinyl that I've made. Yeah, that would be dope. I'm a huge vinyl collector, yeah. so if you make a vinyl, I promise you're you gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it, and the next time I'm in London, I will make sure to reach out to you to come get a picture from you and get you to sign it and put it up on my wall of fame. I will gladly do that. I'll make one copy and I'll sell it to you. Oh, I'll, I'll, and I will definitely buy it from you. That that would be the dopest thing ever because then I could just like frame it and then be like, "This is the only yeah. copy of this one of made. one." Yeah. yeah, that would be like collector's art. <laughs> it would and yeah. then, even when you if you change your name I'm like this was Fern before he had the capital F oh that's <laughs> like the rarest Pokemon ever yep exactly <laughs> yeah alright man well I appreciate it it was nice to meet you hopefully uh, yeah, when I'm in too. London I can actually meet up with you and then chit chat with you for sure alright man for take sure. it easy yeah take care alright bye This interview was edited by Steve Francis of Stush Music. Be sure to follow me on all your social media platforms at DJ Katsanova for new music, a playlist every Friday, and shows happening in the Bay Area. Stay cool, cats and kittens. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.fm, best frequencies forever.